Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag Utah Jazz. Ingles falls to the ground while dribbling. Able to get it off to O'Neal. Top to Conley. Deep three. Got it. Two on the shot clock. Mike Conley's first field goal tonight. One. Amazing. Amazing as always. Um, a special place to play you know, in front of a great fan base like this. And I'm just excited to, to be out there, honestly. You know, two days ago, I didn't know when I was going to play again. So to, to get, a, get some minutes out there with those guys and, and in front of the fans is, is awesome. Mike Conley, after the Jazz get the win over Sacramento Saturday night, they scored on their first 10 possessions, and PK, the Kings never really recovered. No, they didn't, and I'm not looking back. I'm looking forward, man. We got Indiana coming in tonight, and this between now and the All-Star break, you're going to learn a lot more about this team. The great thing about it is the apologists, if they lose, they can't make excuses. I can't hear, well, yeah, this and that, the refs, this, whatever. Nope. You got an opportunity to prove to us just how good you are. I believe you're really good, so I think you'll get the job done. But between now and the middle of February, I'm as excited as I could possibly be, recognizing that it's in the middle of winter, and obviously games of much more importance are to come down the line. But for what we have now, after what we've had, which has been very impressive, now you get some real tests. Indiana's a really good ball club starting tonight. And then you got the Western contenders down the line here in the next couple weeks also. It's not the playoffs, but it's the next best thing. It ought to give us a hint as to what's going to happen and how much of this uh, 10-game win streak and 14 out of 15 was the real deal. We'll see with the Pacers coming in tonight. They're not the best road team in the world. That win over uh, Denver, and we'll get to that. 11-10 and on the road, but whatever. Bring them on and let's see what happens. It's tonight, 7 o'clock, pregame at 6. And, of course, the big news from the weekend, Royce O'Neal is probably going to join us somewhere around 8.30. Four years, $36 million. You know, that's the plan. That's the goal. Go to Europe, get better, come back to the U.S., find a team, have it work out. But there are a lot of guys chasing that. Not everyone makes it happen. And he's living the dream. He got it done. Yeah, now I, one of the things I want to ask him, yeah, okay, you are living the dream, but how, may, how much do you need to make sure – that it's not about the dream because the dream has been accomplished and so with that in mind you still have to have that attitude that it hasn't been accomplished because you've literally been all over the place you played in two colleges you you were a member of the whack not the whack the majerus whack the whack of denver and missouri kansas city and chicago state and these teams i don't even know who are in there i don't know missouri kansas city's in there i just made that up but It's not a... University of Texas, Rio Grande Valley. High-profile conference now. Put some respect on the Vaquero's name. You have been around the block, but you still have to keep that attitude that you haven't achieved anything. You've been in the WAC. Grand Canyon's in the WAC. You get your teaching certificate there. All right, well, we'll talk with Royce coming up. the WAC when I was there. Yeah, we'll talk with Royce coming up about 8.30. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Pacers are going back-to-back tonight. They beat the Denver Nuggets 115-107. And law of averages, PK, they had a couple guys who had massive games as they won in Denver for the first time in 13 years. Huge games. Sabonis had a triple-double, and Doug McDermott came off the bench and hit 6 of 7 
from behind the three-point line. Ended up scoring 24 points. Huge game. Would not expect him to do that again. Well, McDermott, no. He's a jump shooter, obviously. That's what he's been even when he was back at Creighton. Uh, Sabonis, I think, is an emerging player, certainly. Uh, He's a big man, and he has been developing as he's gotten more time. So he doesn't really surprise me that he does that against uh, Denver. Now, Denver's without two starters in Millsap and Murray, so they're battling some injury issues themselves. But Sabonis is an excellent player, and Indiana's a real good team. So I'm not going to say, well, this is back-to-back, so the Jazz win doesn't count as much. I mean, you you can't keep rolling up victories and have them not really count as much. At the same time, if they lose, well, man, you should have beat these guys too because you are— It was (laughs) back-to-back. So you are all that, and uh, you want to be all that. you got to win these games. This is a great test. Spurs are scrapping for that last playoff berth in the West. They're a game and a half behind the Pelicans. They beat the Miami Heat, who the Jazz are going to see before the All-Star break. They're on that list of uh, eight good teams the Jazz are going to match up with. They beat them 107-102. Martin Luther King Day, the NBA, always has games all day, all night. The big game on TNT today, the Lakers and Celtics at 5.30. We were talking in the offseason about they had to get the stars on earlier before the East Coast went to bed, and there's a lot of stars on the West Coast. So they moved this Laker game up. 5.30 today. Lakers and where, Celtics. Where is it at? I thought it was in L.A. Is it in Boston? I think it's in Boston. Yeah, well, then never mind. It's just know. the normal thing. Plug it in. Because for years, the Lakers would play a 12.30 MLK day. Because for years, I went to it. It was the one game I would go as a fan. My wife, the school teacher, we would be off. She would be off. I would work in the evening. So we would go to that game. And it was uh, fun. They always played it. Right in the middle of the afternoon down at the Forum. But New Orleans is at Memphis at 3 on TNT. The Lakers and Celtics are at 5.30. The Warriors and the Blazers at 8 o'clock at your TNT triple header. And of course, you got the Jazz game on top of that. As always, there's a uh, lot of games today. Full schedule. The Blazers slashing that luxury tax bill. Making a trade with the Sacramento Kings. Kent Bazemore, Anthony Tolliver, a couple second-round picks. For Caleb Swanigan, Trevor Gabriel, Wenyan Gabriel, did you just kind of shake it, just kind of shrug your shoulders at that? It's Trevor Ariza. But, uh... Yes. Or the Gabriel brothers. <laughs> Trevor Ariza, who was with the Lakers a long time ago. He's had a long career. Wizards and Rockets. Well, they, that's, they do call him T-Gabe. DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. There is the buzzer, and that will do it. The Bulldogs remain undefeated in West Coast Conference play 6-0 with a resounding 92-69 victory over visiting BYU. The Cougars lose to number one Gonzaga. The warm-ups, the only child's getting out there. I guess he's getting close, PK. Dressed for the game, close to playing. Dressed for the game, warming up, and then sat on the bench. I'm not so sure about that. So he just needed something to do? I don't know what he was doing there, but I don't think he was ever going to play. Utah State had an 18-point lead with four minutes and ten seconds to go and blew it. Lost in overtime. A slew of mistakes down the stretch. Turnovers, fouling three-point players, and Broncos, to their credit, did get hot and hit a lot of clutch shots. But they made a mess at the end of that game. The Aggies, that's three straight road losses. 
Yeah, yeah. they pretty much played their way out of an uh, uh, at large bid. At large bid. Yep. Yeah. They so, have to win the tournament. Right now, I'd say they're not going to make the tournament, which would be a massive disappointment. He's obviously San Jose State, like 19, 20, and 0, something like that. So, I mean, you could beat him in a one-game basis, but it doesn't look like it right now. We'll see what happens in a few weeks when we get down to Vegas. And your Arizona State Sun Devils, 83-64, routing the Utes, who have now lost five of their last six games. Yeah, that Kentucky win, man. That was, that was not a sign of things to come. That was like the last hurrah. We beat Kentucky. We're 9-2. and two. I told you to back off on that. Thing. We're going to lose five of the next six. I get most of them are blowouts, too. But as I go look forward... There's real no, really no team in the Pacific uh, 12 Conference that I just say, wow, man, they're just tough to beat. There's a bunch of teams between 2-4, and 3-4, and 2-3. Uh, and three. So it is uh, much like football. A bunch of teams clumped together. Maybe, maybe a team that can emerge. I mean, obviously a team will win it, whether it's Arizona, Oregon, some sort of uh, disappointing loss. So Stanford... I'm not sure who's really, really good. So that bodes well for the Utes, but if you keep getting smoked, it doesn't. And you think Kostobiak is gone after this year. This will be four straight years without an NCAA tournament. They're sitting dead last in the Pac-12. I know. You think he's going to be fired. I thought he was going to be fired last year, though. So, Well, that's not true. You're arguing with yourself. Then. I am. <laughs> I would nor- normally, if you told me the Utes had a coach who missed the tournament three years in a row, I would say he got fired. Four years in a row? Yeah, I would expect that. I don't think so, but I could very well be wrong. Another year? Why would he get another year? If Harlan ends up being the guy at UCLA, the change in administration, no one to make the decision. Or just they they like the young guys, and I, I can barely bring myself to say they like the direction of the program. And that's the kind of stuff that gets said, though, to give a coach another year. Uh, any number of reasons, but it's got to change. I mean, they got to start winning games, or at least not getting blown out, or I'm going to be dead wrong. Washington schools are coming to town. Washington, one of those two and four teams you were talking about, lost to Oregon, and uh, Pritchard just hit a couple of massive threes in that game. 30, 33 foot or something like that. That was a long shot, and he drained it. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. Mahomes moving to his left laterally, chased, holding it, and gets out of bounds and up the sideline. He's not out of bounds yet. He's at the 10, inside the 10. He dives to the end zone. Touchdown, Kansas City. A remarkable acrobatic scramble on a 27-yard run. Maybe the best play yet of Patrick Mahomes' incredible young career. Juszczyk at a true eye. They're going to run it again. Wide stretch run to Mostert. Gets the edge left. Cuts back inside. Raheem Mostert has four rushing touchdowns and the most yards rushing in a playoff game in 49er history. Oh, by the way, touchdown San Francisco! Feels great, baby! Niners and Chiefs to the Super Bowl. Neither game particularly dramatic at the end. Both of them were pretty much put away third quarter, and I think you can even with the Niners, second quarter. Green Bay digging a hole and then 
couple of turnovers to turn 17-0 into 27-0 at the half. And on that play you heard there on the Mahomes run, that was a great run by Mahomes. But PK, that tackling was terrible. He's a quarterback, and you got guys whiffing inside the five-yard line. Yeah, they did. Uh, I think that uh, Mahomes is known for his throwing. He can move a little bit, but that was a fun run. Uh, so it probably would have scored even if they had tackled him earlier in the possession and uh, the run anyway. And, uh, who knows? But it looks like these, you know, two contrasting styles. You got Santa Clara that just loves to run the ball. Oh, I mean, they're Santa Clara now. I like yeah. it. I mean, this is this is a throwback. SC, right? baby. I mean, 1975 is, is walking through that door. <laughs> this is Bob Greasy's thing. And, yeah, this is what I love, man. Eight passing attacks. You should days, throw the ball at least twice per quarter. When they didn't. Well, I mean, do, the most. They didn't throw the ball that much, and uh, so you got that going. And that, we have we have a fair amount of uh, Niner fans in this area for the Steve Young hangover, don't we? Yes. So I'm There's wondering how many. Uh, it's one of them through the glass here. Going forward, uh, we're yes, going to have uh, sons named Raheem. Looking forward to that. You know? Raheem. Yeah. All run by the misses. Yeah. Yeah, get yourself some separation. That'll that'll do it. Raheem Hatch. Yeah, Utah County Raheem's running around there. They need more Raheem's. They had more Raheem's. Raheem. The Raheem. team would be better, I'm <laughs> telling you right now. That's just a fact. And then you got Mahomes. You know, I think Mahomes has an opportunity, if he plays big time, to just announce himself, I am the best in the league. Ah, the, the crown has been passed. Not that it's passing. Here comes the young generation, which is what it was last year when he's yeah. battling with Brady in overtime. Yeah, if I think if he is the MVP and he plays big time and is making these incredible throws that he has certainly the capability of doing, yes, I think he will announce to the world, I am the best quarterback in the NFL. And I'm not sure you can argue that. Brady's possibly looking for a new team. Roethlisberger's trying to get healthy. Those guys are done. With one Super Bowl. They're all old now. I mean, it happens. And in 10 years and 15 years, it's going to happen to Mahomes. And there's some guy who's in the second grade who's going to be all that down the line. That's just natural. But, yeah. Who would be be the argument with those guys? Russell Wilson? Jackson. Jackson's 0-2 in the playoffs. So if he's sitting on a uh, Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, he has to play big time. If he plays big time, then if you had one pick in the entire NFL draft, or you could just take anybody, who would it be? Well, I think at, uh, what, 23, 24, whatever Patrick is. It's 24. If he goes out there and plays like he's capable of, then it would the answer would be him. Well, we saw the uh, seven touchdowns against the Texans. Now he's backed it up with 347 total yards, his rushing, passing combined. Yeah. And the four touchdowns. So if he does it again, what's left? And how about this, man? A Latter-day Saint can win as the Super Bowl coach? The first time ever, right? Andy Reid, back to the big game for the first time in... 15 years. 15? He's 05. The football Walrus can win the The first Latter-day Saint. Not the first BYU guy, obviously, Belichick. Or, uh, Billick. Billick, yeah. Uh, So... Has this opportunity, and it'd be nice for him because he's you know, suffered severe personal losses and has been around and been a grinder, and obviously he's really good because he's won in both places, won at the highest level that you could possibly win. It's been close a lot of times. This is uh, what this was his seventh conference championship yeah. game and Correct. his second Super Bowl. He's a brilliant coach. Kyle Whittingham's sons on the staff. Kyle's going to all the games. He was there again yesterday. 
Chiefs a one and a half point favorite. Open as a pick went to a point and then to a point and a half. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. That wasn't offset, to be honest. Even thought it wasn't true. You know, we all know that some people made that up. And like I said, the best thing that happened to me was the MLB investigate that. And, you know, they didn't find something. But at the same time, you know, you can't control everything. You control what you can, can control. It. That's Jose Altuve denying wearing an electronic device. See, it's your hands. Who believes that? Nobody I know of. But that's what he's going with. We were talking about this last week. They had to do some interviews, so this didn't take over. This story didn't take over spring training. It will, though. <laughs> that interview is not going to slow it down. No. Because Bregman's interview was a lot testier. Yeah, he was. Uh, and No, it's, it's not. Because, I mean, they're going to have a new manager. They're going to have a new general manager. This is They do this stuff uh, where they have uh, fan get-togethers here this time of year because we're just under four weeks away. Rally the, the, the sponsors yeah. and the season I mean, ticket they, holders. They do it every, every place. Yeah. And then they get together and they said do some Dodger stuff back when I lived in Los Angeles. And this is obviously the time of year you do it because they're getting ready to, uh, well, back in that day, they used to go to Florida, but now they go to Arizona. And they'll be camped out there for six weeks. So... This is the time, but no, this is going to be a predominance, particularly when you get everybody together and they're all available. So, and I don't, I have any idea. I know they've been the Astros have interviewed veterans, Buck Showalter, Dusty Baker. Some of those guys have been managers at multiple places over the years. They're older guys, and obviously they know baseball, so they're going to answer to that. Have they, they haven't named a Boston manager yet or a Mets manager yet, to my knowledge, right? Nothing to know of, nope. So that, all that stuff, no. So this this actually is just beginning as far as the stuff that is going to be drawing attention. And then when the players get there, and I'd imagine some players are going to be hot. I mean, who doesn't want to hear what Kershaw has to say? Absolutely. Yeah. He's sitting over there with a reputation in tatters when he was pitching at Dodger Stadium, and he was sensational against the Astros, and then he goes over there to Houston, and he gets lit up. Well, uh, what the heck? So is he going to – is it the code? Well, we'll let baseball investigate and let them have the word. Just kind of push it off to the side, or he just comes out swinging and just lights him up, which is what I personally would prefer, but it seems to rarely happen. Uh, I would think he would have some choice comments. He doesn't have to necessarily light him up, but he can be critical while still being respectful of your peers. But at the same time, if they're blatantly cheating in what is regarded as completely and totally over the top, well, then they may be held accountable for it. Well, the players aren't being held accountable. Well, not yet. You think they're going to be? They're going to be suspensions coming? I don't know about that, but I do think that... uh, Baseball has a way of policing itself. So they're going to be held accountable because pitchers are going to throw at them? There's any number of things, man. If you're looking for specific answers, I'm probably not going to be able to give you them right now. But you'll have but to see. But when we look back in a year or two, yeah. we'll say, well, that happened. Yeah. All right, DJ and PK, that's what's trending. It is brought to you. By Shamrock Plumbing, receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener. It's Shamrock Plumbing, 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. All right, Steve Cleveland, our basketball insider, is coming up at 8, 8 o'clock. Royce O'Neal, we're expecting him at about 8.30. Coming up next, 
What do you expect out of the Jazz? Questions up at Facebook. People have been weighing in on it. The schedule's getting more difficult. The winning has been spectacular. Where does it go from here? We will get to that next. Stay with us. is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. After Jordan Clarkson, blank will be the most impactful bench player in the final 41 games. My answer is actually Emmanuel Moutier. Okay. Emmanuel Moutier, especially in the playoffs when you've got the guard situation that the Jazz currently have and the situation that I think they're still going to have when the playoffs roll around and as the season goes on, Emmanuel Moutier gives you a safety valve, a sub that you can count on to score, a big body that can get in the way on defense, and so far this season is proved that he is thinking team over self. Tony Parks and Austin Horton weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Start your new year off fresh and clean with a call to Zero Res Carpet Cleaning. Get three rooms of carpet clean for just $89.95. Schedule with Zero Res today online at ZeroResSaltLake.com or call them at 801-288-9376. Alright, the question... The Jazz schedule's getting tougher. What's going to happen? Indiana tonight. Eight games with probable playoff teams between now and the All-Star break. Oh, yeah, they're all playoff teams for sure. Home and home with Dallas. Home and home with Denver. Home and home with Houston. We haven't seen those teams yet. No. The Miami Heat are coming in. Yeah, excited they're, to see them. They're the one who stopped the 15-game win streak. They were the one in the 14-1 and run. Who will stop the rain? Who will stop the rain? Ryan, I can't wait for the battle. It's time to see if we truly are what do you think we are. I'm excited yeah. for these games. Me too. I'm going to the Houston game next week. Good. Ryan sums it up nicely. That's, that's a good game to go to. Yeah, any game's a good, go to, a good game to go to, but that's a better game to go to. Landon, time to see how real this team is. Contender yeah. or pretender? We're going to find out quick. Exactly. Okay, is there any chance we're going to get the wrong answer? Yes. Is there any chance that this team, the Jazz team, and everyone's fired up, that they will struggle through this stretch, but but then perform well in the playoffs, and we won't really care they struggle? Or the other way around, how about they kill it in this stretch, and then you get to the playoffs, and you're done in one round, and you don't play that well? No, I say that's less likely to happen. The uh, former is more likely to happen, that they uh, don't do well. Now, and it's indicative of what the season is, or the postseason, I should say, is going to be. So this is a great opportunity. But yeah, they could struggle because this is basketball and teams struggle. You look at the the Jazz in the finals the one year, they got beat by 107 points and they came back and won the next game. I mean, sometimes shots don't go in. No matter how good you are, shots don't go in. And if you have two, three, four guys where shots don't go in, you just look at uh, the Kings the other night. I mean, 10 out of 10 in their first 10 possessions. They couldn't miss everything. And then it becomes, it's like hitting in baseball. It becomes easy because there's less pressure. You know, when you're up by 15, the shot uh, is not nearly as difficult to take mentally than when you're down or the game's on the line and whatnot. We see that all the time. So Rudy can go in and make two free throws 100 times in a row, but uh, he couldn't do it against uh, New Orleans with the game on the line. It happens. Uh, so, yeah, and it, things are possible. And you're playing really good teams, so you could lose. You could lose hard. You could. And you may not even not shoot the ball. You may play well, but the other team plays a little bit better. You know? And so you get some 
Brandon Ingram dude who goes off. And obviously, when you're going up against Doncic and Harden, uh, th- those guys are, are Jokic can get you. You, you throw in, uh, I, I don't know if he can get quadruple double because I just don't know how good. I'm going to have to really hone in on this in the next couple of weeks to find out just how good Jokic is on the screen assists. Because, to me... Do you, you know what he's doing here, people? Because it's final a holiday score. and it's early. You got the final score and then the second most important stat is screen assists. You know, it's like turnovers in football. Screen assists. David Locke was tweeting about Denver and quadruple doubles and screen assists. But you get a screen assists, you know what has to happen? I'm afraid to ask. Well, what has you to have to happen. You have to have a two-pointer or a three-pointer. You don't get a screen assist if they miss the shot. Do you get one if they're fouled and they go to the free throw line? No. it's not how you get an assist. Always no. bug me. We're just developing new stats. I want to see the war in basketball, too. What's the wins above replacement? Which I've never understood. I have no idea what that is. How do they know what a replacement would what do? That calculate, how they calculate that. It just sounds good. <laughs> it's a bunch of guys who who are bored with their traditional stats and they want to act like they're smarter than the rest of us. Good for them. Because I'm too lazy to worry about all that stuff. I know Rudy Grobert is a hell of a player. I do not need to tally his screen assists to know he's really good. But if you do, that's great. And the great thing about this going forward, no excuses. Zippo. And I think that's where you really find out how good you are and what you need to do to improve when you take the no excuse attitude. When you take into account excuses, you can never reach your potential because it's always something else out there that kept you from reaching your potential and how good you can be. And I'm looking forward to this between now and coming up at the end of the uh, start of the All-Star break. This is the no excuse stretch. It's finally here. It's the regular season. There's always excuses. No, there's not. Not in my mind. You can make them all you want, but I'm not going to account for any of them. So you'll be able to draw a straight line from the next month to the playoffs. You you live in a, a, a world in which you must have complete and total answers right now, don't you? Yes! Well, then you must be very frustrated. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> it's a black and white world with Snigledorfs. You want it to be, and then you're just like, there's gray all over the place. This is Irritating. You want judgments after 50 games. 50 games is a huge chunk of a season. So you can make judgments. And they can lead to indicators. But that's subject to change when you get there. The facts are, no matter what happens in the playoffs, and I am not a prophet, I don't know nature's ways, that... I can't tell you what's going to happen in the postseason. But what I can tell you is that if they roll through these games between now and the All-Star break, expectations will ramp up. And yes, they will be held accountable for succeeding in the playoffs because they had such a great stretch through 50 games. And if they have a great stretch through 50 games, they're probably having a pretty good stretch through 82. Barring injury, heaven forbid, and all that stuff. As much as I'd like definitive answers... Black and white. Certainty. Truth is, aren't they likely to go four and four, five and three, something like that in the stretch? 
And that would be equivalent of a first round of a six- or seven-game playoff series, which they're going to be close games, somebody will get hurt, there'll be a foul call. So really what we're going to come out of this knowing, I think the most likely is they're pretty good. There'll be some stuff to celebrate and some stuff to criticize a week from a month from now when we hit the All-Star break. And we'll be thinking, these playoffs are going to be really intense, but I don't know if they're going to win or lose. It'll be like watching the Utah Jazz Oklahoma City series a couple. Well, that's the way playoffs years should ago. always be, right? So that's and so that's really what we're going to find out here. No, I don't. I disagree with that. Why, I thought why, you might. Why am I assuming that they're going to be four and four? Because of what I've seen so far. What have you seen that leads you to believe that they're an, a five hundred team? That's how they've played uh, playoff teams to date, largely. Well, they haven't played one of them with Jordan Clarkson to date, largely. True. Zero. And we're hoping that makes a difference. I don't know that it's about hope. I think it's talent is going to make a difference, not hope. Hope isn't going to make a difference. Talent is going to make a difference. As a fan, all you can do is sit and hope. Their talent will, and they hit the floor, yes. But as a fan, all you're sitting right there doing is hoping. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that means. I mean, it's, we're we're only talking to fans. I mean, so yeah, we all want them to win, uh, but us wanting them to win, us hoping them to win, don't doesn't do jack. Them with the talent. Do I believe in their talent? That's what it boils down to. You apparently don't. I do. If they went four and four, I would be disappointed. They're friggin' ten and one with Clarkson, and now they got Conley back. And obviously, that uh, his minutes should increase at some point. But just having him back is is a a lift. You can see it. Guy seems like a good dude, and and his teammates want him to be around to play, and and he's been there, so he has an opportunity to hit big shots, make big plays. He's a veteran. Well, he's the. Uh, He's second oldest guy on the team, or, first, or is he the oldest? Am I missing anybody? Him and Joe? I'd have to compare their birthdays, yeah, but they're yeah, both they're 32. right about there. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm expecting big things out of him. He's getting paid $32 million. I should expect big things out of him. You're making that kind of cash in one season? You better play worthy of it, or else it was a horrible trade. So it's, it's all about accountability, man. So no more excuses. So, I don't know, fans, get on our app. You think they're a 500 team against quality teams? That's all they are? That'd be a massive disappointment. I'm expecting way better than 4-4. Four and four. Because you got a bunch of those games at home. And right now, I'm expecting you, and it won't happen, but I'm expecting you to win every home game going forward. And I know teams lose. It's basketball. Some nights ball goes in, some night it doesn't go in. They've only lost three home games. That's the best in the West. Yeah. So going forward, I'm expecting them to win every home game. So they do have five of these eight games at home. Exactly. You want to factor that in that they go yes. five and three? No. <laughs> I'm expecting better than that. Six and two, baby. Why not? It's their talent the, level. Because the other guys are good, too. So are we. It's these guys here playing against those guys. Yeah, I get that they're good teams. That's why it makes it all the more satisfying. Do you believe in their talent level? What is your belief? That's that's all we have as fans. I mean, we don't play the game. So 
You see what you see? How much faith do you have in them? Do you want to back it up? It's not like you're wrong right now. I can't say you're wrong. And if somebody else agrees with you, yeah, it's all just opinions. So I get all that. But my opinion, as I look at this team, is that I'm expecting them to win those five games at home. And, yeah, five, five to me, five and three, that's minimum. That's, that's pretty good, five and three. It's not bad. Yeah, if you go five and three in the playoffs, you just won a playoff series. Six and two is what I'm expecting. Now, who knows? I mean, they can go out and lay an egg tonight. But I don't expect it. They've been playing too good. You've got two all-stars. You've got other guys that are playing at a high level. Bogdanovich and Joe won't make the all-stars. But if I listed all the guys, if I put an all-star team together of guys who didn't make the all-star team, they'd be on that team. Okay. <laughs> That's a new thing right there. I'm not sure how to react to that. I think it's good. See, an all-star team. You keep talking. Eventually, you, you hit on something. It's always been my, my Give me an all-star team of guys who didn't make the all-star right. team. Go in the West. So what do, what do they have? 12, 14 guys make the all-star team? Whatever it is. Well, it's it's 12, and then with the injuries, 12? yeah, it can go to 13 or 14. They only have 12. I mean, they have got more than 12 that, on the team. That has actually been brought up. They uh, discussed expanding it. Yes. No, but it was on some, was it Van Gundy maybe on a broadcast? I can't remember. Maybe it was Mark Jackson. Whoever it was, they were thinking, why, why are there 12? There should be 15. 12 is like oh. what teams were years ago. And so it's just kind of, you know, right. it stayed. But they've expanded the rosters. Right, exactly. And you look at the West, and they were talking about, well, whoever guy 13, 14, or 15 are, if that guy was a free agent, people would be tripping over themselves to get to him. Yeah, nobody cares what kind of minutes you get in the All-Star. It's no. just whoever it's the, once you're there. Where the game is played, then make that guy the MVP so the fans can be happy. I mean, it's a bunch of nonsense. Nobody, Who cares about it anyway? But it's the opportunity to be named to the team. So let's go with uh, 15 guys as All-Stars. Well, if you go the next 15, Bogdanovich and Ingles are undoubtedly in that in the West, which means you have four of the top 30 players in your conference. I don't see how you can argue with that. I like it. The it's question cool. is, when you get into the playoffs, does one star, is it really come down to, because all four guys can't have the ball on any given possession. One yeah. unstoppable guy yeah. can, on the other can team. Can we enjoy the moment now Aww. instead of obsess about the playoffs? That's what it's all leading to. That's how everybody's measured. Well, then but sure. why, Yeah, but then why pay attention? If it's only the playoffs and nothing else is determined but what happens in the results of the playoffs, then why, why well, bother? Well, first of all, there are a lot of people who only pay attention during the playoffs because they say exactly that. But the people we're talking to now do pay attention I to the regular season. I didn't say pay attention. I'm talking about in the playoffs, the level of your success of the season, if it's exclusively determined by success in the playoffs, why pay attention now? I didn't say... Only pay attention in the playoffs. That's not what I said. I said pay attention it, now because it's fun. And pay attention now because it is an indicator and a hint of what's exactly. to Exactly. It should be anyway. There are outliers, but more often than not, it is. The, the, in this league specifically. The, the better not seated, so much in the NFL necessarily or MLB. The better-seeded teams, when it comes to NBA playoff series, tend to win about two-thirds of the time. And some of those upsets are five versus four, and you're separated by one or two games over 82 games anyway. So it's not much. It's of an really upset. not much of a separation. Right. 
if they do go six and two in these eight, that is jet fuel for the expectations the Jazz fans are already sitting on. Great, six yes. and two over the next eight, people will be uh, completely lathered up. I mean, it's on fire sitting through the All Star game when <laughs> nothing happens for a week. Yeah, because <laughs> the whole league shut down. Well, I give me more awesome. Jazz games. No, the regular season shuts down. The league does their dog and pony shows, right. but. Uh, and then that's fine for them if that's what you're interested in. Celebrate your league. Good for you. Uh, yeah. But I, th- I think they legitimately should be shooting for 6-2. and two. And it's not going to be easy, but if it were easy, it wouldn't matter. It wouldn't be near as fun. If it were easy, everybody would do it. Yeah. I mean, we're going to have Royce O'Neal on in 45 minutes. And the guy has had to prove himself a thousand times over. So he must feel a real great level of satisfaction. Uh, If he rolled into this and everything was a breeze, it wouldn't matter near as much. Same thing with these guys. Yeah, these guys thrown together and you look at them, each one of them, you know, with the exception of Conley. Conley was a real high pick. And he topped two or three when he came into the league. But everybody else, to one degree or another, has been overlooked. You're starting a, what, what was Mitchell, 12, 13 pick? He was, he's middle of the first and round. And Gobert, Gobert's on 27, we yeah. know that. Bogdanovich, I think, was the first pick of the second round. And you got two free agents. These guys ought to just be lacing them up every day. Hey, bleep you. There's something to be said for that. Believe me, I've lived it in my sphere. I, was t- I worked at the watchdog, and they brought me in after, like, two months. After two months. And they said, we think you should probably try to find another job someplace else. I had just moved my family up here, and that's what they told me. I got a year and a half before I got that at Channel 2. This isn't working out. <laughs> this isn't working and out. And look at you guys we're all using, these years later. We're using the option in your contract. What? <laughs> huh? Excuse me? I know what you're yeah. saying, PK. It's yeah. a lousy feeling. Well, it, yeah, except in TV, it's just, uh, w- w- where's your hair parted? It's arbitrary to a degree. I mean, newspapers to get fired from there, you got to really suck. Whereas TV, it's willy-nilly. They change people left and right. We don't like the way you look today. I mean, come on. It's, TV's a popular. TV news is popularity. It's not real. So, and I'm sure it was difficult for you too. I don't discount it, but it is somewhat more arbitrary. I feel discounted. I know, but I'd just gone through arbitrariness before that in Sacramento. It's not ready to double down on arbitrary. Uh, right, but the reality is arbitrary has played to your favor. For some reason, Woo. you've become popular. You're no different at what you did then than what you do now, but somehow you're way popular. It's arbitrary. Somebody likes you for some reason. You can't even pinpoint why. I gave them money. <laughs> so, I bought their love. So, <laughs> you were, and you weren't passed up at Channel 2. Did you get passed up for anything? Was there anything you wanted that you didn't get? You saved the school 600 grand? 600,000. Wow. That's pretty arbitrary, Yuck. I was covering the Utes and I was taken off. Because others were perceived as better. You have it worse. I have it Royce O'Neal. 
<laughs> and those guys, you have to keep your edge. The point is you have an edge. It's not whether you have it worse or not. It's do you have an edge to show up and prove all these people who've doubted you every step of the way. That's what it's about. It's not about whether it's worse or bad or whatever. Royce O'Neal just signed a $36 million deal. He doesn't have it worse. But no, he needs to keep his edge. Joe needs to keep his edge. Go bear. Gosh, he's probably only been up five minutes and he's already pissed. Somebody somewhere doesn't think he's the best. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Take The Zone with you wherever you go. Let's go. Download the all-new Zone Sports Network app on your phone and get live streaming of The Zone as well as podcast editions of every show. From Salt Lake to Shanghai, Provo to Portugal, or Ogden to Oslo, wherever you go, we'll tag along. Let's go. Download the new Zone app by searching Zone Sports Network wherever you shop for apps. It's the Zone Sports Network app. From 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network. Purchase for Ford fans on all you need ticket to an upcoming game and receive unlimited hot dogs, soda, popcorn, nachos, and ice cream starting as low as $37 per ticket. Visit utahjazz.com or call 325-2999 to buy your Ford fans on all you can eat tickets now. Now. Talking about the stretch between here and the All-Star break, eight teams to catch your attention. They got stars, they got playoff aspirations, they're sitting in playoff spots now, they got reps. How are the Jazz going to handle these teams? So I think that none of these guys would necessarily admit it, but I do think they all have an edge because they all, one degree or another, they've been overlooked. And they know full well, especially now, today's players know more than ever what's being said with the social media, that they're all young and they're all on it. And so they know full well that there's been a ton of doubting. That, okay, yeah, you beat this team, you beat that team. They're not very good. And so you, you've padded the wins on mediocre teams, which everybody what, plays them. Which so is what everybody's doing. Yeah, you get an opportunity to it's do that. what the that. Lakers and Bucks are doing. They're crushing teams that are sub-500. Except the, the Lakers go into Houston on Saturday and without Anthony Davis and handle those guys. They do that also. Yeah. Yes. But their, sub, their record against well, sub-500 the teams is awesome. The, great. So but then they also... That only puts you in right. the level of the Jazz. Right. So you need to do what they do, and that's beat the good teams. And they beat them without their best player or second best player. They were at Houston Saturday night. No AD. Game, that was in Houston. Boom. They beat you. That's why this stretch is no excuse stretch. It's great. Because these other teams have been playing without some of their guys. Denver hasn't had a full starting lineup in weeks. Nor will they for the coming weeks. Yeah. And the Lakers, obviously, Anthony Davis, if you're counting on 82 out of Anthony Davis, you're probably uh, mistaken. Doesn't seem like that. And at Jazz, I guess they can say, well, wait, we've been doing the same thing too without Conley. All right. Highest paid player. Yeah. And you have. Over there for but he's back now. 20 games-ish. I don't think he's back to the level that he'll get because I don't think he's going to play those minutes. But still, now this this is what you want. Everybody, they always say, you just want a chance to compete and then let the chips fall. Well, and you've got this opportunity. This is great. This is what we look forward to. I didn't think that they would have that much success against these 500 teams or below, but yet they did. 
thought there'd be a couple more outliers in there. Probably, yeah. Somebody has a night. Yeah. You have a bad night. They have a good night. Yeah, like Washington last week. You know, a week ago Sunday, I think it was. I mean, just that, not that Washington was all that, but you know, at home, travel across the country, Bradley Beal gets hot, whatnot. You know, things happen. Or the Nets. But they didn't happen. No. They happened in New Orleans, but you went there twice, so splitting the two games in New Orleans doesn't seem outrageous. Yeah, and you knew it was going to happen. I just thought it would happen maybe two or three times, but it only basically happened once. And that's sweet. And so now, this is why I'm certainly not going to pick them to go 8 0. You going to pick them tonight? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Especially listening to Donovan after the game. We owe them one. This isn't a game that's sneaking up on Don the Don says they owe them one? Yeah. Have they lost three in a row to him now? They have. Yeah, I don't really play into that stuff. I think that I just think that it's an opportunity to win a big game. And if that if they play into it, great. I I'm I personally don't play into that. I don't think you have any rivalry to you owe Indiana. And then you need to win the game. See, is what you need to do. Yes. And and I wonder how much is it is because of the way they got beat at Indiana. Cuz I don't know that they'll have that same uh, with Miami. We owe them. I mean they lost to Miami. But well, then I'd be disappointed if they a, go one and one. It's a three-point game. But see, the, the problem with that but is you, so can, you don't owe a team, then you come you can, out and you don't play as well because you, you don't owe them? No, you could still win when you don't owe them. But well, I think there's matters. an extra edge tonight. I, I don't. But if he does and you do, fine. I mean, because if you owe them and you need that extra edge, then what happens then naturally when you don't have that extra edge? I want them to have that's, that extra edge all the time. That's another question that we can answer. You well, know, but I, but eight I don't, games from now, eight big games from I, now. The, I, games I don't right think it. that there is any big extra edge. You have games that are against good teams. You want to beat those good teams. I think that's the overriding thing. Because if you beat Indiana, but turn around and lose twice to Denver and twice to Dallas, so what? who cares? Right. So, well, you paid back Indiana. We got payback against, huh? The Pacers? A team that you're not going to see again until 2021? It's nothing there. All right, DJ and PK, Steve Cleveland's coming up next. Our basketball insider, Royce O'Neal, expecting him sometime a little around 8, 8.30, maybe a little after that. Stay with us. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone.